has this ever happened to you? So you get to the end of the day, you're getting ready to go to bed, and you made a, a resolution. I'm going to pray more. Maybe it's I'm going to pray the rosary every day. And you're about to go to sleep, and when you realize, ah, oh, I haven't prayed the rosary today. And so as you reach out for the rosary, you feel sort of sluggishness, maybe a, a sadness ensues, and you see the smartphone next to it, and you get caught up in your email, and then maybe Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, and before you realize it, you've wasted successfully 40 minutes on the phone, and you still uh, are feeling listless and sad when you think about the rosary. Well, you may be experiencing, uh, to some degree at least, what the scholars of our Catholic intellectual tradition call asadia. Asadia. It's a, a vice or a sin that is really little understood or known about today, but is starting to return to the fore. It's starting to become more popular in Catholic understanding. And so what is this mysterious uh, vice that so many of us in the 21st century seem to be affected by? Well, asadia comes from the Greek word akadia, which literally means a lack of care. Now, sometimes when people hear this word, who have perhaps heard it before, think of sloth, such as laziness. But actually, it's a very specific kind of sloth. It's a sloth related to things of God. It's a sloth or laziness related to spiritual things. And so how do we define this? How do we really understand it? Well, St. Thomas Aquinas, the great theologian of our Catholic tradition, he gives two definitions that help us understand what the spiritual sloth actually looks like. And the first definition he gives is asadia is a sadness about spiritual good. And so what's the spiritual good for Thomas Aquinas? Well, it's not merely praying a rosary every day or going to Sunday Mass every week. Spiritual good is the participation in the very life of God for Thomas Aquinas. He calls this eternal beatitude, to participate in the life of God. Asadia is to experience sadness or slothfulness or a sort of tepid of soul when, when considering eternal beatitude. It even goes so far as to see it as evil because it doesn't necessarily produce the immediate gratification that one is used to experiencing. And so, in other words, it's a, a sadness about God. The Thomas Aquinas also will say that, in addition to this, it's a disgust with activity which is very important, discussed with activity, meaning activity is necessary in order to enter into this eternal beatitude that the human being is called to. Uh, it's activity, the need to act, that allows us to pray, that allows us to practice virtue. In fact, it allows us to practice the greatest of, of virtues, the most godly virtue, which is charity. No greater participation in the very life of God than the virtue of charity. And so, Asadia becomes a particularly dangerous sin and vice because it, in a certain sense, makes the spiritual good, eternal beatitude, uh, an evil and creates sadness in the soul when considering such good. Now, some might object saying, well, surely a feeling can't be sinful. So how can this be an actual vice, an actual sin? Well, when we habitually choose lower temporal goods over God, such as choosing immediate gratification over things like grace, the sacraments, prayer, or life of faith, 
to the point where participation in the life of God not only seems boring and listless, but actually induces sorrow and sadness, that's when asadia becomes sinful. It's when we willingly push God away in order to gravitate to more pleasurable things. What are other symptoms, so to speak, of this ancient vice that has affected Christians from all of time? Well, scholars will say, for instance, the loss of meaning. If God is the source of all being, well, to push God away uh, in this vice is to uh, experience a loss of meaning, as well as temptation to despair, the perpetual need to change one's environment. It also includes avoiding God, the temptation to doubt that the Christian life is even worth it or has value in the first place, to gravitate towards distractions, to keep one away from relationship with God or prayer. And then finally, it's long-term in nature, not something that just comes and goes, but it's a, a long, grueling process of, of this, this fight to enter into relationship with God. This all makes us ask the question, well, what's the remedy? What's the solution? What do we do when we experience temptation to enter into a sadia? Again, returning to the great Thomas Aquinas, he'll simply say the incarnation of Christ, meaning the humanity of Christ, God becoming man. He gives three reasons. Well, first, it's because in the incarnation of Christ, two different natures are united, the divine nature of God and the human nature. Jesus is the bridge between broken humanity and God. Jesus in his incarnation is also concrete. He's human. Here we can only consider the words of Pope Benedict XVI's message to the youth in Cologne, Germany on August 18, 2005. Pope Benedict uh, once said, Dear young people, the happiness you are seeking, the happiness you have a right to enjoy has a name and a face. It is Jesus of Nazareth, hidden in the Eucharist. Only he gives the fullness of life to humanity. With Mary, say your own yes to God, for he wishes to give himself to you. So the incarnation is a remedy for Asadia because it's concrete. It's human. And the third reason Thomas Aquinas says it's a remedy is because the incarnation is a tangible manifestation of God's love, which breaks through Asadia. Practically speaking, how do we combat this vice? First, we need to get out of ourselves. Uh, Kathleen Norris uh, or excuse me, Catherine Norris, uh, a contemporary author on Asadia, says, whether you find your inspiration in nature, meditation, poetry, or scripture, the first step on the path to healing is about getting outside that closed circle of self. We have to get out of ourselves. And then in addition, let's gravitate to the sacraments. The sacraments are concrete, whether it's going to confession, which imparts sacramental grace, a fresh start, the purification we need to get out of this state, or going to Mass, receiving the Holy Eucharist, by which God becomes flesh and wants to feed us and nourish us with his real presence. Finally, St. Thomas Aquinas will state very simply, if Asadia is sorrow about prayer or the spiritual good, what do we need to do? Well, we need to pray. We need to do the exact opposite of what we feel like doing. And, and over time, we will begin to persevere and find our way through this struggle with the Sadia. 
to summarize, sadia is sadness about spiritual good and disgust with activity. Essentially, it keeps us away from the most ultimate fulfillment of human nature and our ultimate destiny, which is eternal beatitude, participating in the life of God. Out of compassion for wayward humanity, God sent us his son, who became flesh. He became a human just like us in every way except sin. It's Jesus of Nazareth who is our Savior, our ultimate ready from the dangerous vice of Sadia, who is the one we need to keep our eyes on.